People call me little. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lindsford, and I'm joined as always by... I'm Chad. Do you cry? No, but I want to. Do you cry? I cry so much, sometimes I feel like I'm just going to turn into drops. I'm Mark. Hmm. Interesting structure um, for that one. Yeah. Not a lot of yeah. fun quotes in this movie. I was, I, I was thinking like say, I was thinking I was just gonna say, "Are you gonna raise them?" But I didn't want to do that. But I did uh, it that, now. That's so. pretty good. I I heard that line and I uh I I, I felt the I I want to cry. I yeah. I don't, but I want and, to. And I was appropriately cast as the guy that cries like a baby so much that he thinks he's gonna turn into drops. I am the one who had a podcast about crying. Yeah, it was hosted, I was hosted on this podcast. It was. People can go back and find it. Yeah. Uh, um. Hey, we're we're in the home stretch, boys. Well, this, this is, is our last, last movie normal recovery. episode. This is the last movie we're talking about. And it is La La Land. No, 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 no. no. What is no, this? No, uh, no, uh, uh, oh, I got an envelope. Uh, I got the wrong card. Uh <laughs> I was holding up a card. Chad actually had a card. I couldn't see what was written on it. But I don't yeah, think it was. that's a, that's a pretty good bet. It would have been funny if one of us had watched La La Land and not Moonlight. Fuck, would have been funny Chad. for like a second. Can and we, then... Hold on. Hey, can we restart? Can we retake the episode of and me and Chad have a La La Land quote? I think oh, that would sure. be funny. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty good, actually. It's our last episode. We should try it. <laughs> All right. What's a good La La Land quote? Um, Stop the recording. La La land right city of land. stars i know that uh it's another day of sun has another one um yeah that's all i, could, I got you that's could do the whole that. audition song that would be funny that'd be very good doesn't really work as dialogue though unless i'm just like okay thank you and here's to the fools who dream crazy as they may seem here's to the hearts that break Here's to the mess we make. I'm Chad. And I'm Mark. Yeah, that, that that's good enough. Yeah. All right, Cody, let's go. Let's just go on with the episode. This All is- right, Chad, <laughs> just put that in the front and we're good to go. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. Wait, so edit all that. of that is in it? That's bad. Cody, this isn't a good podcast. I didn't realize this was a bit where we were pretending that we weren't yeah. going to stop the episode. I don't I think we, were we knew. The episode, I don't think we, got Cody, quiet. I don't think we knew until we knew. <laughs> You know what I mean? Okay. All right. I didn't think we were going to stop the episode. I, was I did. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I was like waiting for Chad to hit the button. No. Um, I'm glad I didn't say anything spicy. Like, um, oh, yeah. Give us an example of what that might be. Yeah. What would uh, something spicy have been? You guys see that, uh, the, uh, that, that episode of Great British Bake Off? Where they do oh, Mexican, the Mexican food. food. Yeah, I those tacos. Those tacos look good. Yeah, yeah. They that's my. That's my. That's my. Oh, take. oh, I thought wasn't it like borderline racist or something? Yeah, I didn't I watch mean, it. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't like racist. It was just like incredibly uninformed about Mexican culture, which you know to some extent makes sense because they are thousands. They're of pretty miles far away. away from Mexico. Yeah, they're pretty far away, and that was one of the countries they didn't colonize. So, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, only because Spain got there first. It's literally yeah, exactly. the only reason. <laughs> yeah, literally the only reason. Uh, what do we fucking do on this show? It's our well, last we one. We do talk about what we've seen in the Megapod. Well, it's not our last episode. 
I should make that clear. It's our last movie we're covering. The last movie we're covering. The next episode, man, you're going to want to tune into that one. It's going to be a barn burner. We're going to take every movie that won the year. So, what we determined was the best movie of 1993 all the way until what we determined was the best movie of 2021. That's, and we're going to be. That's 1995. Yeah. 1993. Yeah. That's 1997. Yeah. Well, you already said 1993. Okay. 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 You is know, it like battle royale format? I don't think that that's correct. I think this is a one-on-one is. tournament. It's a I think it's it's just a bracket. Yeah, it's just this a is just a regular tournament. like the film uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they will be going one by one up against each other until we have crowned. Hey, a when do you think the Fortnite move is going to happen? Uh, I don't know. I I would see it will probably be a Fortnite TV show before anything. Mm. Though it would be funny if they did a Fortnite movie in the vein of like the Lego movie because there are so many just random skins in it. Um, Because that constantly makes me laugh more than anything when I play it. Whenever I get like sniped by fucking uh, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I want. He's in it. That's real. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) I want a Fortnite movie that's like the Gerard Butler movie Gamer. Where if you die in the Fortnite, you die in real life. And that's oh. what you gotta worry about. That that way the stakes are real. You know what I mean? I no, I I think I want what Cody wants. I just yeah. want to see Darth Vader be like, Yeah, but- oh, the storm is coming. We have to get to the center of the map. <laughs> yeah. But if Darth Vader dies in the game, he dies in Star Wars as well. There's so, no more Star Wars. So oh. tomorrow, tomorrow is the start of Fort Nightmares, which is the Halloween event. We don't really know what's gonna happen with it uh so far, but right. They think uh, we're going to have the ability to ride on brooms, like ride around Ooh, on brooms, fun. which means we will see Darth Vader riding around on brooms, uh, which is almost as funny as when I was able to see Rick from Rick and Morty use Rick Sanchez, yes. Rick Sanchez use the Kamehameha uh, on, on me and Ariana Grande. We were both standing next to each other. <laughs> Now, an insane game. I'm the, sorry the for asking a question thing, about Fortnite. I just the didn't fun really thing about Darth Vader riding around on a broomstick is, it just is funny. I feel like he could levitate using the force, anyways. Yeah. And he is just using the broomstick for aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. Well, that always begs a lot of question when you have like super powered people, but it is Fortnite, yeah. so they are just carrying guns. Right. Cause like I play as X23 a lot, the Wolverine clone. Yeah. She doesn't need a gun. She's got claws. My other person she I needs play a ranged as... attack though. She can't, yeah. she can't well, throw it. The a claw. other person I play as the most is the Xenomorph, which is very funny to see carrying around a gun. Imagine the Xenomorph, the scariest fucking creation that's ever been on screen, but also he has a gun now i also equipped him with wolverine claws Great. so he is just like a uh demon is harry potter on this game nope <clears throat> no but i the xenomorph thing i got included ripley so i will play a sigourney weaver sometimes fantastic avatar hey. i bet jake sully's in Ooh, you guys think jake sully is in fortnite before the year is up 
Probably. Fuck. I think God. James Cameron insisted on it. I think it will be the greatest game of all time once I can play as a Navi. What if James Cameron takes like 20 years to make the Fortnite movie? That would be crazy. <laughs> who who do you guys want to direct the Fortnite movie? Um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Yeah, that feels yeah. about right to me. Yeah. I want I want Steven Spielberg to die filming the Fortnite movie. <laughs> yeah, that that would be good too. I think Greta Gerwig's take on it would be very like uh, you know, very human. Um. <laughs> sure. Yeah, she'll just really bring depths to the the banana the banana people that run around. I didn't know there were banana people. There's minions? a lot of there's a lot of different people. No, there listeners, I do apologize. Banana. Are listeners, minions in Fortnite? Minions are not in Fortnite yet. No, they're not. Are we stalling because the subject matter covered in the movie that we're covering this week is a little more mature than we are? <clears throat> I mean, yeah, always, yeah. but also that has never stopped us before. That has never stopped um, us before. I and think also... it has made us stall before. I think it has made us <laughs> spend more time I in think the preamble. It, I think it I think it's our la it's it's the penultimate time I'm ever gonna talk to my friends, Chad and Mark. Yeah, we're and done. I'm really this. just taking advantage of it. And like yeah. who can I where else will I have the forum for one of my friends to ask me just a very simple question and then me go very in depth and explore lore. If you remember a year or so ago, this bit was always high school musical, the musical, the series, which I would always oh, tell yeah. you the plot of that. Yeah. Um, now Cody, I did watch the third season of that. So I could I saw, tell you. Cody, I, I did see your review of yeah, high school musical, good. the musical the series uh, yeah. season three. Yeah. Uh, when what you said, you might never escape that show, and I want to tell you, you can choose to stop watching that show. I've watched three seasons. I don't think there's going to be that many more. Like I think there's going to be one more. Eight seasons of The Walking Dead, and I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah, just but that, not that, gonna. That had no, like that was never going in. Like it's just now ending. High School Musical, the musical. I think it's got like one season and it left. And I like maybe. I mean, I they do know. have a ticking time bomb of like these kids are growing up. However, yep. so did Glee, and Glee overstayed its welcome by bringing in new kids. Yeah, kids who um, we covered the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Not the last couple of weeks. Only but... one kid. We only covered I... one of the kids. Yeah, but he was just around twice at just seventeen, and everybody wants some. He was not I... in Manchester by the Sea. I think. It it's just one. It's a show to turn on and turn my brain off. I I, I think sure. it's fun. I like there are me personally. That, that I like to keep better. my brain on. I know. Okay. I like Chad's to. Time is I like very precious. Think. He only watch. So he only watches televised. Speaking cinema. of speaking of which, uh, speaking of which, me- moving on is. to the megaplex. I which watched is. a movie. Yeah, which, get which it. Is, speaking of witches. Hey, I watched Chad, a movie. What have you that... watched the megaplex recently? Sorry, I just had to get the question off. Yeah, it was a thinker. No, uh, it wasn't. No, here's the thought. It what was Hocus did, Pocus what if 2. We did the first thing we did and we did it again. Did you watch it? You haven't logged it on Letterboxd. No, because okay. I don't like the first one that much. I think Neither it's just okay. And yeah. then everybody told me, they were like, 
yeah, you know, I wasn't really expecting much, but they kind of just did the same thing as the first one. So I liked it. And I said, that sounds well, bad. They did, but they didn't. Like, it was like, obviously, yeah, these anachronistic witches are, are back in a time. But I think they had more fun with their anachronisticness <laughs> um, this I time around. That means. Like, out of time, basically. No, like, I know what anachronistic oh, okay. means. I don't know what... <laughs> they're having i have a high iq i took a test online today listen sorry i didn't mean to insult you but uh, i could join mints if i wanted they just haven't asked i think you have to <laughs> apply you have to apply sometimes if you take a test and it's really good they'll come find you but like the fbi will sometimes find you if you're sure really good. so like the, uh, there's a big chunk of this movie that just took place in a Walgreens and they're just like, hmm, surprise. <laughs> it ruled. It was actually <laughs> a good part of the movie. But they're like, uh, it's just fun little gags about like how the world is different now than even it was in the 90s and how it's, you know, it's fun, fun little dumb gags and the ladies do a good job being fun and, and larger than life. Uh, ultimately, the movie's mid shit chad's hip um i didn't realize chad was so young yeah i remember super young speaking of movies nostalgia movies that are like isn't it funny that we did you guys see that the trailer for a christmas story christmas came out today yeah or a teaser it wasn't like a proper trailer i don't think you see much in it but you just see ralphie's eyes oh like he's the fucking xenomorph (laughs) sure or like jake sully yeah uh i'll watch it it comes out november i'm definitely i mean a christmas story as you know from a previous episode of this podcast is my favorite christmas movie yeah um we did not determine that it's the best christmas movie i think we determined that uh elf was was elf remember that that when we watched uh those movies most of them were kind of bad mine was Uh, real bad oh yeah christmas vacation well i mean I don't think Elf or A Christmas Story are bad, so I think I don't that, think that's Elf is one movie. I, do, I did not Mark love like A Christmas Story. I did not love A I Christmas Story. I do either. like Elf. I don't think that it is the uh, you know the the gift from God that lots of people seem to think. It's because it's a Christmas movie. It's There's because it's a gift from Santa, <laughs> not a gift oh, from God. It's I'm a gift sorry. From Santa. Chad just watched a Christmas movie last night. Hocus Pocus. No. Oh. What did I watch last night? Did you watch three movies yesterday? I don't know. Or did you just What are you saying that things? I watched last night? You watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, boy. I, I okay. did I did go see that at the El Capitan Theater. Listeners, go ahead stunning... and skip forward as we debate whether or not. No, we're not debating. Like, stunning not 4D. Um, 4D? I mean it was like three it. it was three D and they put on some light show effects. Ah, cool. One th- one of them so it was uh like if if ghosts were flying around the screen, they'd have like ghosts projected on the walls That's and stuff awesome. like that. It was cool. It's a good uh, movie. There was one effect though that was like awkwardly in the corner and out of the way. This is when Jack Skellington has crashed his sled, his grave sleigh, into yeah. the cemetery. Yeah. The hell? Oh, there's like a motorcycle outside. There's a ghost in Chad's house. So it was in that scene. And like, so he's like sitting around the rubble. And suddenly I start to notice like a flickering fire in the corner, like Mm. right next to a a California flag that was like in in the theater. And I thought it was a real fire. (laughs) I was like, 
I, I, I was like, uh, should it be doing that? Is that? <laughs> and Laura was like, yes, that's an effect. And I was like, I, I, but then I looked over and it was, it was the only one that looked like realistic. And it was also like tucked out of the way that like, when they do, they do a similar thing on the Disney cruise, but they have mm. actual like Jack and Sally pop up at the end, like in costumes. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's, um, I, it just points to me like Disney never knows when they actually actually should be promoting that movie heavily. Chad and I talked about it because we went on yeah. the ride. Like it shouldn't be we the on, mansion overlay. Yeah, we went on the ride for Nightmare Before Christmas in September. Right. I just went on it again in October because I went back to the park. I got. I yeah. got. I got friends. I got connections. I also have a pass. So, uh, you know, I can get into the parks guys. Yeah. Um, and it just sucks that you can't ride the haunted mansion during Halloween time. It's messed up. You got to ride the nightmare before Christmas ride during Halloween time instead of the already Halloween themed ride. Nightmare before Christmas. The perfect time to watch that is the first week of November, but It was a repertoire screening where they had special effects. I do yeah. not shame you for going. Yeah, no, I went because I blame the Walt Disney Corporation. Yeah, the Walt Disney Corporation is frankly, this is the worst thing they've ever done. Is the it treatment is. of this and November first movie. The reason they do it is because they have like they have two Halloween things. They have Hocus Focus and the beginning of Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Oh, and at, <laughs> so like at the theater, they just they, do their best. At the theater, they had props from nightmare before christmas downstairs they had like the spiral mountain set and amazing a bunch of stuff down there that was really cool right next to it though was some hocus pocus props yeah they have the book of the dead it's the two things well they have frankenweenie but it didn't do that well so they don't pay attention to it but it's i mean it's good but just hey here's the solution make another halloween thing you dips they've got they did hocus pocus too They've got under oh, they wraps. do have under wraps, under and wraps. they've so got the have. Phantom of the Megaplex, which we have also well, covered they don't on this do show. Anything with their decoms? No, they they also have uh, Z O M B I E S. Is that how you pray say, or do you just say zombies? Oh, uh, zombies! Sure. Zombies is not spooky though. But then what the fuck is it? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's Romeo and Juliet, basically. Yeah, it's spooky Romeo. Oh and wow, Juliet, they retold Romeo and Juliet with a different setting. Yeah, it's pretty fucked Did up. Did they win yeah. an Oscar for that? <laughs> they should have, yeah. I don't think Romeo and Juliet in a different setting works as a musical. What's the what's the joke? When are we doing? It's West Side Story. Is... Oh, oh okay. fuck. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, good. <clears throat> I thought it was I a... I thought y'all would get that immediately, <laughs> especially after Mark said, what did it win an Oscar? I thought like, oh, well, this is my layup to... Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about uh, every everything else. Yeah, which, sure. <laughs> like I don't know it. That, every like, story is just Romeo and Juliet in a different place. It really is. That's well, there there's that thing on Hulu right now, Rosalind, which that is, looks pretty good. I do want to see that. Yeah, that takes some creativity and <laughs> right. Like it's it's telling a different angle of the story. Yeah. It's not the same story. Yeah, yeah, Romeo's jealous ex-girlfriend is like a very funny character. I like that. That's I also funny. like Caitlin Dever. Yeah, she's great. It, zombies is not really Romeo and Juliet at all. It's just a zombie and a cheerleader fall in love. That's about. But they. But zombies and humans should not be dating. That's the. Thing. I know. That's that's the. Rub. Do they do they both pretend to be dead and then fall in love? 
No, well, the zombie's already dead, so that doesn't really make any sense. Hey, right. so you know who show up in Zombies 2? Werewolves. Speaking of werewolves, Mark, what did you watch? I watched um something that's not Disney just repeating itself. Uh, it's Disney. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it is kind of them adapting a, a character. Uh, it's Werewolf by Night. Um, the little, the first ever Marvel special, special presentation. presentation. Yeah. Which, if that's, you know, you, you gotta make sure you remember that it's a special presentation. Not a movie, not, not a, a TV, TV show. show, not a TV movie, but a special presentation. Yeah. Guys, I was pissed off when they, the, the Marvel special presentation fanfare went off because I was like, oh, cool, great. And then they immediately did the Marvel Studios logo. But... <laughs> It was cool because a werewolf kept scratching at the logos. No, it was and bad. It was like, I was like it literally time. it Wah! was like it was like how I used to make movies like when I was in high school where I was like Cody presents a Cody film directed <laughs> by Cody. Like it literally was Marvel Studios. Yeah. Marvel Studios and then it said Marvel Studios presents. Now I love the Werewolf by Night title card. Like I love that. Yeah, that was cool because it looked very like uh, classic Hollywood. Like, yeah, like, Universal. I love I love those stuff. old horror monster. So mashes. one thing we already talked about off pod about this is that it's a black and white uh, presentation mm-hmm. that was not filmed for black and white, and it's no. never like egregiously ugly looking. But the thing that happens is at the very end, they transition into color and it's probably the best color has ever been in a Marvel project ever. Well, it looks so good. Maybe the best it's ever been in a Marvel TV show. It Uh, it looks it looks very like technicolor. Like, it was yeah, I mean, they're literally playing somewhere over the rainbow. Like, they're definitely doing a specific thing. But But no, it was so vibrant and just just cool looking i don't know i can't really speak to colors with like smart words other than vibrant that's probably the one i can i mean technicolor is specifically the look that it is there yeah but it looks Um, great um man thing i guess he's got a name it's ted ted and Mm -hmm. he looked fantastic in black and white he did his name is ted in the comics he's a guy who gets turned into yeah his name is Ted in the comics too. That's funny. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. The only man thing I've ever read is the four issues that kicked off Howard the Duck. Yeah, um, he uh, he was a scientist who did a again because fucking everything in Marvel is this. He was a scientist working on trying to recreate Super Soldier Serum, and it oh, and it worked out. Turn him into man thing oh it didn't oh, oh bummer. <laughs> yeah. That's weird that it didn't work out for him. And it literally never does. Yeah, it did once, one time. Yeah, make Captain America. They did make Captain America. Um, yeah, it's good. It's like a, a fun original story. It was really, it was very nice to see your Marvel something on on Disney Plus that has like a beginning, a middle, and an end. And it mm. takes, uh, it's shorter than like any episode of a Lord of the Rings TV show. Jesus, uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Which I do love. I love. That uh, show no, I I think it's good. I think every yeah. episode's too long. Agreed. Every episode, I'm like, what the Dude, fuck so is going on? I realize. So there's eight episodes. Each one is like a little more than an hour. Mm-hmm. That means the whole thing put together is about the length of the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy of movies. Wow. They made like the same content hours as. The movies, but then they're gonna make up. like a thousand more seasons. Yeah, only so three. I think you just have to view the 
Peter Jackson trilogy as a season now. That's a season. Oh, okay. I guess this yeah. is a season. Yeah. The Hobbit is a season. The Hobbit is a season. That's probably the worst season so far. Uh, <laughs> I started that show last night. It's why it's on my brain. Um, the Hobbit is. You started that show last night? No, no I started Rings the Lord of the Rings show. It's yeah, so long. Would the Hobbit be more forgivable if it was cut up into ten episodes instead of? Uh, I don't know. God, no. no, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, because there would be no like pacing between the episodes. It's not like you would have an episode where, like, okay, this is where this thing happens. Yeah. Um, I don't. Oh, I feel know like you could cut off the first episode after the the issue with the the three trolls that turn into stone. That happens within like the first hour of the movie. Yeah, but like nothing's here. resolved at the end of that episode. That's not at the end of the first hour. That's about an hour fifteen in. Well, that's that's perfect for a uh, Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah, uh, episode so. of television. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Werewolf by Night. It's great. It's good. It's better um, than Hocus Pocus 2. I wonder if they're going to do anything with these characters. Um, yeah, they got to. I yeah. would love if I mean, they... The, the if werewolf he's... is already at the Disneyland park. He's mm-hmm. making appearances at Avengers. And Chad and I saw concept art for the ride that's going to open in like mm-hmm. five years. Man Thing. Werewolf by Night on it. And Man Thing was also in it. Yeah, so um, concept art. I hope that they just do more Werewolf by Night stuff every Halloween and I don't feel like they have that. to tie them into, like, I, they don't feel like they have to force them into, like, Defenders or whatever. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, like, I don't hope he doesn't, like, show up in Blade in, like, a very forced way. Uh, but I wouldn't mind if he so showed up in Blade that. in a good way. That sound that would be cool. I, I think there should be, I think, yeah, I want these TV specials all the time now. I prefer them, I think, to like, like, I liked She-Hulk. I liked how it ended. The last episode was probably my favorite of the series. All in all, it was like a, a good, not great series. Yeah. But like, I think She-Hulk should be a series. Loki should be a series. A lot of this other stuff should be probably a movie. I feel like mm-hmm. M- Moon Knight could have even gotten away with just like doing one of these special presentations to introduce the character. No, that would have been good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I would love to see more of these where it's just like, hey, we don't need a whole thing. Let's just like, I love Miss Marvel. Like, but if Miss Marvel was a special presentation, I think it would have been even better. Yeah, yeah. I also think that like, the they're they're saving money by not making eight episodes. They saved a lot mm-hmm. of money on CGI by making it black and white. Um, and I feel like a lot, like especially, I mean, She Hulk is the first. MCU show where the character is CGI in the like full yeah. scenes. Not the whole time because she yeah, does flip back and forth. But there are like dialogue scenes of her in character. Um, yeah, that's the and, crazy thing about that show is most of the time VFX shots and superhero shows are like because things are so big and so often she's just sitting in an office having yeah. a meeting. And I, I think that like I'm not going to say like the it looks like garbage but I think that the the CGI is definitely under underfunded in that which is not to say like yeah uh they need to spend more money on cgi or they need to make their fucking digital artist work harder because god knows they don't um it looks better in some scenes than others i think i've kind of determined that anytime she's in the law office as hulk as she hulk she looks terrible because the lighting is so so flat Yeah. yeah But like whenever she's like having like these candlelit dates or she's like in a dark room doing like fight action stuff, there's more like shadow work on her face that gives more details and it just makes me like buy it more. And it's also just more blending into the environment she's in. 
I don't know. I'm not the mm-hmm. most like knowledgeable of visual effects and like why they work and don't sometimes. But I think that that's a big one for She-Hulk. I don't care about nothing to do with these special effects movies. Bring oh. me back to the okay. days where you just have a man walking around with a knife and he goes stab, oh stab, stab. Oh my Everybody God. claps and we go home. We clap sounds, for the stabbing? That sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw Halloween Kills, the finale. No, no, no I didn't. I fuck it up every time. Ends. Halloween ends. Um, Halloween ends the end of the Haddonfield saga, I guess, will be this branch of the Halloween franchise. Is there going to be another branch of the Halloween franchise? Or are you no, saying I'm that- just okay. saying because there's the there's the the Halloween like resurrection timeline. And then there's the the Rob Zombie, the Rob Zombies, which are the remakes. But then also within the continuity, the ones that go one, two, four, five, six, I think, are the Thorn. Uh, That's the Thorn saga, which are the ones where he becomes like there's like witches and stuff. And they're why he is the way he is. But then there is Halloween, Halloween Two, H2O and Resurrection, which are its own thing. And then this one is Halloween one, Halloween 2018, (laughs) Halloween kills, Halloween ends. And it's very much the hat in a field trilogy because this movie kind of makes that make a lot more sense in retrospect that it's not just about Lori, it's about the entire town and it's good. Cody, let me ask you this because I have heard that this movie takes some swings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Does the movie canonize the multiverse of different Halloween timelines? Okay, good. It's none of that shit. I was worried for a second. But, um, but it is what I've gathered the movie is mostly in like flashbacks of side characters. No. Okay, and I uh, misread something. It spends a lot of time not with Lori, which I think is what people were expecting it to be. But like, Mm. of course, it wasn't going to be that the whole time. But they do do some weird stuff in it. Like it is weird. (laughs) Dude, he says do do. I know. Talking about poop. Uh, And the the way it ends is shocking. I very much. Well, I'm assuming so. Halloween doesn't end. Uh, No, (laughs) no. I I mean, hold on. How I was assuming question. at the end of the movie, Halloween ends. Does yeah, that would like be correct. November 1st. It doesn't end? No, it does end. It's like which that, was what was shocking. It's like that meme where you lift up the calendar and it's just yeah. Halloween again. But no, Halloween it, 1984. Uh, it, it kind of definitively okay. ends, which is very, very shocking. I'm, so I'm assuming me. you're saying Michael Myers dies. Mm-hmm. He can no longer voice Shrek. <laughs> correct. Um, I'll let you guys watch the movie on your own, but it like oh well. Well, here's the thing: I it's will. on it. It's on Peacock, so if people wanted to see it, they could have. And this comes out in a week, so spoiler alert, I guess for thirty seconds. It it like well, I'm, def- I'm gonna see it. Are you for sure? I'm seeing it this weekend. Soon? Okay, it just definitively ends. There's okay. no questions. There's not even like a well. Nope. It ends because that, that's um, kind of the Halloween staple is like you think he's dead and then it's like oh, his body's gone and the score comes back in. But not a single yeah. fucking question. It is crazy. Great. OK, so bef- like over under five years of the next Halloween movie. No, there'll be <laughs> reboots. But like this story is donezo. Um, the. 
I think I'm going to go Wednesday by myself and go see it in 40X because that sounds very <laughs> funny to me. I have heard like it just violently attacks you. Yeah. As victims you get are stabbed, I'm you sure. Get stabbed. Because I got stabbed in Thor uh, Love and Thunder. So I surely expect to get stabbed here. I'm I also going to see Black her... Adam this weekend in 40X. So yeah. I'm really going for it. Wow. I saw Why the it fu- how the fuck else would I one. see that movie? I don't know. I saw it chapter one in 40X and there's that scene where the kids are like beating the shit out of Pennywise, like yeah. with crowbars and stuff. And it was like hitting me yeah. with those effects. <laughs> I was Wait, like, I want to be, re- I want to be relating to the kids in this scene. Why yeah. are you beating me up? It's weird. Um, but, uh, 40X, it remains the funniest fucking thing of all time. And I will, I've, I've done it with Halloween ends because I've already seen it, but for movies like black Adam, I don't care that much, but I'm never not going to keep up with the DC universe, I guess. So that's a fucking theme park ride for me. <laughs> like, I am just like, yep, I'll go see 40X. So Scorsese you is know, right. In, yeah. um, in the 40X release of Moon Knight, the movie actually gave you a hand job on the beach during that scene. So I thought you said Moon Knight. Uh, me too. <laughs> oh, did I say Moon Knight? That, <laughs> I, 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 probably, I probably stepped on the joke then. My bad. <laughs> Moonlight. You, you, I was like, you huh. said that, and I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be a great transition to Moon Moonlight." And then <laughs> <laughs> you, I was way ahead of you. I was already yeah, transitioning. That's so, good. I like I, that. Uh, but, uh, you, but I just you, can't talk. Good. You actually get to taste the rice and beans. Yeah, I. It it is funny the arc of the podcast where we started off being like movies and theaters. They're important. Then we went to like mm. streaming is okay. Obviously, there's mm. a time and place for it. The pandemic, but then the pandemic happened. We we're like, bring movies back. And now yeah. my personal arc is like, I don't care. Make movies <laughs> a ride. Who gives a shit? Just go to the theaters. <laughs> Whatever you have to do. If you're seeing Black Adam, yeah, you might as well. You know exactly. what I mean? Like. <laughs> If they what did else a 40X, am I going to do with a fucking Sunday morning? If they did a 40X release of Killers of the Flower Moon, that is not how I would watch that movie. God, that'd be funny, though. <laughs> it, would be, it would be funny. I Maybe bet, that like... is how I want to watch that movie. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go twice. I'll go see it in regular format. Imagine going then... to like a 40X movie of a like Tree of Life or something. You're just like that actually swaying. The that whole sounds time. fantastic because you get the breeze in it's your like face soaring. too. Like it's yeah, like literally like doing sore. Like the kid smells. walks up and shoots your finger with a BB gun. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, fuck! What is this? A dinosaur steps on your head and then lets you live. Like Cody, you said that as a joke, but like to add more sensory experiences yeah. to uh your life actually sounds. Very, I need to go. I, I can't remember if Halloween in I think it has a raining scene. I've not gone a 40x where there's a lot of rain yet mm. because supposedly when it rains, it comes down on you. It does. It did in it chapter one. I mean, that's that a rainy movie in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rainy But then movie. you also uh, just got splashed with shit. Like there's that scene yeah. where the the girl is in the bathroom and someone like just like dumps trash on her head. Yeah. We got splashed. <laughs> like, oh, you got gross. trash splashed. And, trash and I th- I'm pretty sure there were lots of smells throughout because like there was clown one of the smell. the clown smell was clown the big smell. marketing push. But yeah. then that scene, it did smell like garbage. <laughs> it just smelled like someone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes it sucks shit. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's so bad. Cody, uh, you talked about wanting to see a movie with rain in it. I just to Google, they're showing Singing in the Rain in 40X uh, next weekend. Oh, I really? That. I would go see that, yeah. Yeah, it's like the couch tips over as they <laughs> jump over on <laughs> it. That's very funny. <laughs> be a fun effect. 
Um, okay, so Moonlight. One best picture. Must be doing it. something right. Uh, yeah. Cody has quoted his Letterboxd review. Yeah. No, <laughs> you guys have seen Pop Star, right? Like he uh, has the Star, I'm a weirdo. Yeah. What what weirdo? When he's doing that mm-hmm. rap, at one point he says like I'm going crazy, driving Miss Daisy. Best picture must be doing something right, and then he oh, okay. does it a verse later, and he says something about something like Rain Man. Best picture must be doing <laughs> something right. That is that's the I movie. okay. That's not like one of the songs from that movie that like really no, stuck with me. I but, love that. I but those those, those are some fun lyrics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Moonlight. Mark, it's good. I was about to be like, Mark, you picked it because you liked the movie. I, but you didn't pick it. Like, I might have picked it. Uh, there are a lot of movies that I almost picked this year. I'm surprised year. at myself that I didn't pick Dunkirk for this year. But also Arrival. Um, was Dunkirk this year? Am I remembering that wrong? Nah, it's no, the fo- it's no, the it's year. next year. But yeah. Arrival was this year. Which I probably would have picked if it wasn't for Cody's crying podcast. Yeah, I still I still haven't seen Arrival, and I was Gone. in my head I was waiting Bad. until this miniseries to watch it, <laughs> but it never happened. Chad, you have to watch Arrival. It's one of the best movies. I like it, truly believe that. I believe you. It's uh, Denis Villeneuve, right? Yeah, yeah, I love him. That's yeah, good. I, I was at it. the library checking out um another one of the Oscar nominees this year because I wanted to watch all of them. I, I rented mm-hmm. Hacksaw Ridge from the library after ex- extensive <laughs> Google of can directors make money from you renting things from the library. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> so good call. good call. I hadn't seen Hacksaw Ridge yet. Who, who directed Hacksaw Ridge? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh it's good. I mean, good movie. The the first half is like a little cringe. Um, yeah. but it's it's good. Um, but when I was there, they were talking like some lady was was talking to them about like they were doing a showing of Arrival at like three p.m. on a Tuesday, and she was like, "I've never seen it." And I was like, "Oh, you should." I was just talking to her about how good it was. Um, they were like, "You should come see it." I was like, "What time was it? Three p.m. on a Tuesday? I think every <laughs> adult in the country has to work at three p.m. on a Tuesday." Yeah, not the retirees uh, though, and that's yeah, not the for. yeah. Um. But Arrival's good. I almost picked it. I also maybe would have picked uh, this movie because yeah. it is uh, genuinely so good. It's really good. Best picture. Must be I think uh, right. if Beale Street can talk was an improvement for Barry Jenkins. I think I also like if Beale Street could talk better. Yeah. And uh, that's movies... because I am homophobic just kidding but i do think i do think i like if bill street could talk no um, like i mean both movies are fantastic and yeah. i'm has he done something else smaller pre he did an amazon show oh no this was his i don't nope. think he did, anything he did a anyway. small movie starring wyatt Sinek, uh about 10 years before this movie but i have not seen it oh, it's called melancholy and moonlight I think. medicine okay. for melancholy wow i had some of the words right yeah um yeah he did that um but, but outside of it. that there was that amazon amazon series yeah he, he did uh, Underground Railroad on Amazon, which I these have. These two movies, and then Lion King. Mufasa. Mufasa. Bringing it back to the beginnings of the Dude, podcast. I, oh yeah, good point. I think there's a chance that movie is going to be very, I think it's going to whip ass. I think it's going to be very good. 
watching this movie again and just you know lion king being lion king reading interviews with him just in general about what he thinks about stuff i'm like well he's not gonna like go into mufasa and half-ass it like he has a take yeah no, i think it's going to be very good and i think it's going to yeah. look very good as well yep mm-hmm. um that's the thing like the favreau lion king looked good on a technical standpoint but looked ugly on like an artistic standpoint you know what i mean yeah like, i mean like it was like the cgi was cool but they right. really just used it for like there was some cool documentary kind of stuff but a lot of it was just like well they like quite specifically a lot of thought into it, it yeah felt they, like. i'm they sure they cool. put a lot of thought into it they quite specifically like made it photo real and that included the lighting of scenes whereas like yeah. barry jenkins is always great about creating images yeah like, yeah nothing about the lighting in this movie feels realistic but it's beautiful you know what i mean oh jesus oh what's well, got cody the cinematographer for Mufasa is the cinematographer for Moonlight and Abdul Shrika Talk. Like he's bringing him in to do okay. it. Yes, sir. Well, look up that cinematographer's other work and see if there's any just like horrible. Not horrible look. Uh, Myth of the American Sleepover, Chad, which I know you watched. That movie was not good and it wasn't very good looking. Uh, yeah, Yoga Hosier's first movies. Yeah. Um, um tusk and yoga hosers the kevin smith movies um that's not that's not the most but yeah, you know he's no. teaming up with jenkins again no, so no, yeah, that's what I, that's my argument yeah yeah um this movie is very good oh so he did all of underground railroad as well oh yeah. okay great yeah frequent collab yeah mufasa's gonna look mm-hmm. nice yeah much like now, to be fair, I think the cinematographer on the first one was somebody really big, but it doesn't matter. I do life. wonder if, like, I love how we're going to spend most of this movie talking about, or most of this episode talking about Mufasa. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, if you thought I, anything differently, you have not listened to any other episodes of this podcast. I yeah. do think that, I mean, there is other stuff I want to talk about and we will talk about. Um, I, I do wonder if like though the cinematography skills that he has will translate to cgi cinematography i don't know if it's always translate one-to-one so the um, guy who did the first one uh was uh, Z- uh zoe's dad caleb deschanel weird okay yeah cool. it's probably because she was in it no i'm kidding um <laughs> no i mean he's a cinematographer he did like jack reacher and national treasure the passion of the christ but i i would not say any of those are really well known for okay question of question for the boys what's your favorite of the triptychs in this of the what like the little the three sections oh the first first um, for me well for me it's probably the third one First and third. Second is the weakest to me. It's still very good, but yeah. Yeah. I, th- I would rank them three, one, two. I would probably do the same. Yeah, second is the the weakest, but I also really like it. I mean, there's nothing and I mean, by any means. Three works so well because of two before it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Absolutely. I just think the performances are like 
they're out of their minds in one and three and in two mm. they're really freaking good <laughs> but it's just like it's like stratus yeah. i mean performances mahershala that. ali won his oscar off of oh, his yeah. work in the first one and yeah it, yeah it's well deserved it was a really good performance for some uh, reason I, I thought that he was in more than just the first one i think uh, everyone was surprised does. when he didn't show up yeah. again well, we his, were watching like, it footprint and... is still all over the second one mm-hmm. even though he's not in it because we, we... janelle is still in the second one yeah and we were we were watching it i was watching it with olivia and I was like, yeah, this is the the first movie Mahershala won Best Supporting Actor for. And it, it was while we were watching the first half and she was like, Best Supporting? And I was like, well, right. just keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> like he's no, all- I had the same thought of like, um, oh, he is like more of a main character in this movie than I remembered. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he very much was not. Yep. Which is kind of like ballsy. Like to have somebody popping that much and then being like, yeah, they're only in the beginning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think they they didn't like know he was popping as a character when they wrote it. But also I think that his his like disappearance is like so vital to what happens. Cause it's like yeah. the you know, in in that second part, like he has lost both his like actual mother to some extent uh and also his like you know stand-in dad all he really has left is janelle monet um i, I was thought doing a good was... job but not his his right. you know his parental figure mm-hmm. this was just some like bad memory on my part but i i had in my brain that there was some insinuation that juan was queer to some degree but then that's not really in the movie no, the I, only I, I don't thing know why I, I misremembered that, but the only scene I could see is like insinuating that is when he like asks him what the F slur is, and he's just like mm-hmm. really good at navigating that conversation as if he has like a connection to it. But like, I don't think that there's an insinuation there. Well, ob- like obviously not. But... I think it was a weird thing where I, I know they're very different movies. But I was like combining the part at the end of Call Me By Your Name where the dad insinuates that he is queer and putting that onto this movie for some reason. Is that what goes on in that scene? Oh, yeah. I only saw it yeah. once. No, I... The, the, the okay. implication for me has always at the end of that movie was that like he was saying like, I'm glad you had this experience because I've always been curious about that part of myself and I've buried it away. Yeah. Um, right. Which is, okay, which is the yeah. dad kind of saying like, I, I do think that I'm like queer, like gay or bisexual, but have never explored that because I was afraid. And I'm glad that you're not afraid of exploring that part of yourself. Right. And he's just kind of encouraging him to, to be like, you know, don't like, don't bury that part of yourself. Yeah. Um, which I I had forgotten that that was part of that scene. I remember beautiful. he handled everything very well, mm-hmm. but like I didn't remember that being part of it. And that. for some reason, I think I just combined those things in my head for some reason i don't know i it's not in this movie at all i also remember having that read in from that same table conversation Mm -hmm. uh where he's asking about the f slur um and i don't know where that came from yeah Uh, Yeah, because it's not what i walk away with this this viewing no but it was no not not at all because he even like says like i think you just figure it out i think like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he like even implying 
I don't know, but like I, I imagine know. you'll know, you know. Right. But yeah. Um, I think the two actors at the end, Andre Holland and is it Travante Rhodes? Yeah. I believe that is his name. Yeah, I um, so. I think they're so good. I mean, I think Andre yeah, Holland is incredible and wish he was in more stuff. Should watch the Nick. I should watch the neck. Yes. What's the name of the other guy who plays uh, Big Little? Uh, uh, Trevante Rhodes. Trevante Rhodes. Yeah. He. Um, I mean, I. I don't. I don't know who to attribute this to, but one of these three actors or two of these three actors does such a good job of capturing the energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all capture the same energy as each other. Um, I think that. Yeah. I mean, completely agree. I think that black little shiro like that character has a lot more of like a through line between the characters than kevin does i every time like i have a hard time like remembering that like child kevin and teen kevin are the same like i don't think that yeah if they weren't casted that way i don't think i would have even known that between the child and the teen between the teen and the adult it's said a little bit more yeah Um, it's pretty laid out there but yeah, yeah. the I, I don't think i realized the first viewing that the kid from the first section was kevin in the second section but it, mm-hmm. it felt clear this on this viewing so andre holland is from bessemer chad which is crazy oh wow um the other thing mark mentioned the nick that's the other thing barry jenkins is doing next is bringing back oh, the Nick. yeah oh yeah. Fuck. i forgot that was him that's so yeah. exciting and yes. he's bringing it back, and it's focusing on that character. Um, oh, who is like, like Andre Holland is coming yes. back, and yeah, like and... I don't even know if Clive Owen, if Clive Owen is going to be back with his character. I think it's just going to be focused on Andre Holland's character. Shit, uh, which is cool. He he plays like a black surgeon in like 1900. Um, cool. So the Nick cool. is so Shit. good. I have got Courtney on to watching the Nick. It's amazing. It's on HBO Max. Everyone should watch it. It's ten. Ep- it's uh like twenty episodes total, two seasons. Yeah, um, it's great. Episodes. Yeah, it is extremely gory, but like in a surgery way. Mm. 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 Uh, the things you learn about what surgery used to be like is insane. Yeah, I don't know. Like it seems, the fact surgery ever worked seems like a light miracle it's it's crazy like they are just shoving sponges in in bodies to soak up the blood so they can see what they're doing yeah i how did they do all that before like technology (laughs) like i can understand the technology of the 90s allowing a procedure to work but anything before that i'm like were they just guessing yeah i mean Uh, i know they had x-rays and stuff but like oh x-rays come up like during like uh during the neck the first x-ray is like introduced oh and what year is that it's 1900 wow okay um, that was and, back when uh, x-rays Chad, like killed you right well you got them. yeah i mean like not i don't think this is a huge spoiler but like when x-rays are first introduced they're like kind of a novelty and they're like oh wow you gotta try this here like do this do this and like mm-hmm. one of the characters who is like obsessed with the x-ray like does start getting like tumors and like cancer yeah um, right. Because there was like it was like just like a like hey come over we'll have an x-ray party we'll just x-ray <laughs> <Right>. different stuff <laughs> um 
it's great. And to Chad, oh, to answer your question, a lot of the surgeries that did not work, um, yeah. which is which is fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Nick is great. Andre Holland is great. He's great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Janelle Monet also great. Janelle Monet has like a total of like ten acting credits, and two of them were Best Picture nominees this year. This year, yeah, wild. And good it's year insane. for her. Uh, Naomi Harris is good in this movie. Yeah, everybody's oh, yeah. good. Everybody's good. Um, what else? <laughs> oh, uh, it's funny. Okay, if we think about the black focus movies that have one best picture in the course of the time we've been covering this, okay, it's man. Crash, mm. and then Which it's Toby as a slave. And Crash is a uh, is a multicultural sure. focused movie. But that's true. For for this argument, let's say it has. Crash. Sure. Okay, if we're talking about movies whose focus is like racial dynamics, you can throw in Schindler's List as well if you want. Let's um, not. Let's not. Let's. That. That's not. not. Um, but I think it is interesting how far the 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 the, the studio the, the academy has come since the days of Crash winning Best Picture. But then the next year right is green book no. <laughs> two years no, later the, ne- the next year is shape of water and then it's green and book. then it's green book yeah. that's true that is true but listen we had gone like 90 something years without having a movie with a fish <laughs> when best picture so I'm also i don't Hopefully. think we ever had a movie based on a true friendship but, uh when best pictures so. <laughs> that's true so like listen. and you know if you want both Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. But they based on a true it. friendship. I don't think uh, it was. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. Um, so you know, this, it's this about Ellen DeGeneres and George right. Bush. It's their friendship. Yeah. Um, I. It's also interesting that this. I mean, this is definitely the first queer movie that we've talked about that is one Best Picture. Is it the only one? Let me think. That we've talked about. That, no, that has won. Oh, well. Because famously, Crash beat Brokeback Mountain. Then I think that... Okay, I'm I'm going to look this up. I uh, think this is the first one that we've talked about that has one best picture, and I think it may be the only. I'm what one? Coda last year. Okay, what one before that? Okay, well, we got Fantastic Woman, which... Uh, one best one foreign film best picture is what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm I think still, it's let the me only see one. here. Uh, okay, well, this uh list on Gold Derby has Green Book on here, so just explain well, that. Okay, they yes, Mahershala's character is gay in that. Uh, American Beauty has. There's a gay character in that, right? Yeah, the dad who kills uh, Kevin Spacey. Right, but he's mostly homophobic. A cabaret. Oh, didn't win Best Picture. Also, we didn't talk about it. Oh, well, I thought you just meant ever. Um, yeah, that's I think it. I did say ever, but I, but also ones that we had talked about. Yeah, ones we talked about. I don't. I don't think there has been one. There, there has not. Yeah, which is a little wild. I mean, a little wild, but also like uh, being gay was illegal in a lot of the country for the majority of the Oscars and yeah. a good portion of the years that we covered. 
um not illegal like nationwide but um and gay marriage was not legal until like the year before this movie came out and who knows bros might win it all this year it's true who knows okay so jury is still out on bros here is the list of best picture winners and nominees with uh queer themes midnight cowboy it won so that is that i was wrong on that one okay that's my bad that's that fine did win. you can be wrong sometimes um dog day afternoon was nominated kiss of the spider Good woman movie. was nominated crying game the hours Brokeback mountain capote milk black swan kids are all right dallas buyers club imitation game call me by your name bohemian rhapsody the favorite the power of the dog were nominated the other winner that it's claiming is silence of the lambs which i think is a very complicated one to claim yeah um, I mean, not all those movies you listed were like positive. Uh, oh no, uh, most oh, no. were not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember Black Swan? I want to call that positive um, yeah. representation. But um, yeah, but anyway, so it's the the winners according to this Wikipedia list with queer themes are Midnight Cowboy, si- uh, Silence of the Lambs, and Moonlight. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting factoid about the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, uh, are we ready for our games? Let me. I will. Yeah. I will tell you that alumni and uh, you know the, the alumni is going to be a short list. Uh, is it? We wanna... Is it literally none? No. Hmm. Uh... It's literally one. Is it Janelle Monet? No. I want to say Naomi Harris, but we mm-hmm. did not talk about Pirates of the Caribbean 2. We talked about the first one. Mm-hmm. So what else would she have been in? That's Naomi Harris was in... Oh, fuck. What was she in? I don't know. It's a good movie to watch in October. A spooky movie. Hmm. What? <laughs> She's not in Scream. She's not in It Follows. She is in. Oh my God! I don't know. It's twenty eight days later. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 All right. That's the alumni. Go. Cool. Um. Superhero check. Capes. Capes. We have Mahershala Ali as either Cottonmouth. I think he's Cottonmouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Luke Cage, in Luke Cage, but also yeah. soon to be Blade. Yeah. Anybody else? Um. Naomi Harris. Mm-hmm. And pirates, Empire of the Caribbean two, and oh, capes, and we count that James okay. Bond. Mm. We we don't count that. No, we should. There's one more. Oh, there's another another with uh, Naomi Harris specifically. No, or another? what uh, another actor? Actor, okay. In an MCU movie. MCU movie. Is Janelle Monae in an MCU movie? No, uh-huh. I don't know why I keep wanting her to be the person is it uh it's not the kids not mm-hmm. the teens mm-hmm. or is it it's J- jerell jerome Mm-mm. it's the other kid mm-hmm. to alex hibbert alex hibbert is he like oh, one of the that. kids playing basketball at the beginning He's of black panther? one of the kids playing basketball <laughs> at the beginning of black panther that's great <laughs> fuck off All right, which i on. do think is fun and like it that is, is- a somewhat important role in that movie 
Um, it's also like the only other thing he's done. Uh, okay. Anybody on SNL? No. Mahershala, right? Oh, Mahershala. I don't think Mahershala's done. Uh, is he not done SNL? In my Google search, I only saw. Oh, uh, I bet Janelle Monet performed. Janelle's band a perform- musical performer. Yeah. With fun? Gotcha. Did she perform We Are no, Young? I think with it was fun? just her. Wait, she was she was fun. She was with fun and we are young. She was yeah, it's We Are Young featuring Janelle Monet. Somehow yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh no, she she did it. She did like Electric Lady and a dance. Okay, but did she perform with fun when they performed? That's what I need to know. Fun SNL. Man, okay. I gotta be honest. Oh, uh, I, I miss I fun. fun was a good band. Fun I love fun. Um, I still put on that album the concept. I've seen oh, both of those albums. At all the they time. performed some nights and carry on. They did not perform. We are young when they performed. Mm. Also, good why. songs. That album um, rules. That album is okay. so good. Do you, Cody, do you remember when Gunna was performing on uh, yeah. SNL and yeah. the guy from Fun came out and sang with him? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "What the fuck is crazy. he doing there?" It was crazy. Um, it wasn't even like the, the like the producer who has done a lot of things. It's the guy that did that song with Pink. Um, yeah, it wasn't Antonov. Antonov, like Bleachers, has played, and I think he was there for the last Taylor Swift one. Um, okay, it's just Janelle Monet. Yeah, that's it. Okay, well, We're this done. movie made sixty five point three million dollars on a one point five million dollar budget. That's that, a hit. That's a hit. It's got a 4.0 on Letterboxd. It was nominated for Best Director. It lost to... La La Land. Damien Chazelle. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Best Supporting Actress. It lost to... Uh, The Fences? Yep. Viola Davis. Um, so, I'm going to pull up the rest of these. because I, I have an, is I good, have an update for the SNL game. Okay. Oh, what's that? Chris Red once played Mahershala Ali in a Family Food sketch. Okay. Yeah, I, family I don't. Feud. I think I don't, it's a Family Food, but Family Feud sketch. When we started doing SNL, I decided not to include impersonations. Yeah, uh, that would have been impossible. It would be fucking every large movie star. I think in my head, I had seen Mahershala Ali on SNL before, and I think it was from this Family Feud <laughs> sketch where Chris Jesus. Red played him. Uh, this movie was nominated for Best Cinematography. It lost to La La Land. Correct. Um, best film editing. It lost to La La Land. Probably La La Land. Again. Nope. Arrival. Nope. Uh, Axel Ridge. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Uh, and then it was nominated for best original score, which it lost to. That did La lose La to Land. Arrival. La La Land. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Arrival, what did probably... Arrival win? Arrival wasn't nominated for original score, which is fucked up. Uh, it was, should have won. That is a good. Yeah. That is a great score. Um, it won best sound editing, and that mm. is it, which is fucked up. Wild. That is, uh, that is the year Amy Adams doesn't even get nominated for Arrival. Mm. Criminal. Truly, yeah, one of the biggest snubs in recent memory. Um. Okay. It won Best Picture. It won Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala. Mm-hmm. He beat Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges in Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel in Lion, and Michael Shannon in Nocturnal Animals. Dev Patel was supporting in Lion? 
he very much is yeah not is he like the older of the version of like the character or something yeah but okay. he's in most movie. of the movie yeah he is it's category for he's pretty <laughs> much the main character yeah no you're right i haven't seen uh, it um it's best... fine it's fine i, know, I, hate I it. don't really understand how i got nominated for best picture but go off king best picture must be doing something right um it was uh, moonlight also won best adapted screenplay beating uh, out hold on i'm sorry it's adapted i want to talk about the, the writer of this movie as well yeah. i forgot to mention that do you know what this is adapted from a no. play that never got produced of an unproduced play yeah sounds like I think he wrote that a that screenplay <laughs> it sounds like he also it was like the story from that which is an yeah. autobiographical self-produced play yeah. So if oh, wow. you're using the story of an autobiographical self-produced play, why not just say that, that what, you're that, using... again? You say self-produced, but was not produced. <laughs> oh, sorry, unproduced play. Yeah. Uh, it, it it sounds like uh, you could have just called this an autobiographical script and ended it there. Um, but Barry Jenkins wrote the screenplay, right? Because I think it's written and directed by Barry Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. that the the writer of this, um, also wrote High Flying Bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the it's it okay. beat it beat out Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, and Lion for best adaptive screenplay. Gotcha. Uh, so the ten best picture nominees were Moonlight, Arrival, Fences, Axel Ridge, Heller High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, and Manchester by the Sea. We only get to M this year, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Mark. Hmm? What were the five? I think oh. you got to cut hidden figures. Yep, hidden figures gets cut. cut. Uh, well, uh, here's the cut thing: Hell hidden figures water. won the hidden figures won the SAG. People thought it was close to being an upset between the two. Okay, so, we we keep Moonlight. Keep Moonlight. We, we keep Hacksaw Ridge. Mm, La yep. La Land. Yep. Manchester Man. by the Sea. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. Hidden Figures. I thought you were going to cut my movie. Thank no, it's it. it's either Hidden Figures or... Because uh, Denis got the nomination for director, and it got a lot of technicals. So maybe it's like Arrival slash Hidden Figures as that fifth slot. And honestly, if we're being honest here, if the Academy has one black movie with Moonlight, they do they do hidden figures? That... Well, I'm, we're also we're also including uh, fences, which is another black movie written and go. directed by a black per, black people. Yeah, we cut yeah. that one out. One, two. So three, you did four, cut that one out. Six, seven, eight. Okay. So there were nine nominated. I don't know that Mark... you would cut that one out. Honestly, I think you'd keep that one before no. you keep Manchester by the Sea. It didn't get director or anything like that. So okay, maybe I'm wrong. Um, what's this 10? feels very Oscar. What's ten? Oh, what's ten? Sorry, I were only nine nominated. I went to look at what Denis Villeneuve was doing next because I had the thought: when is Denis Villeneuve making a biopic so he can <laughs> get an Oscar win? Yeah, for real. Uh, he's got that Cleopatra movie coming out, so maybe also that. Dune too. Mm-hmm. Um, the that was the fucking year that best animated feature film went to Zootopia, beating out Kubo and the Two Strings and Moana, like criminal, Insane. yeah. Wild. Zootopia beat Moana and Moana lost best original song to fucking City of Stars. It's so stupid. I'm so mad. Audition from La La Land was nominated. 
and it didn't win. City of Stars won. Okay, the City of Stars song. is the worst song in that movie. Yes. I have my, I have my decision. Like, easily, it's the worst song in that movie. I agree. I think the 10th nominee would either be Jackie or 20th Century Women. Mm. 20th Century Women okay. was so good. I almost picked that movie for it's, my pick. It's but... so good. 20th Century Women is the only screenplay, screenplay. nominee. Uh, that and The Lobster are the only screenplay and nominees. Lobster would never make it in. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the actor nominees that are not in here are Captain Fantastic. Not going to happen. L. Not going to happen. No. Uh, That's good, loving no. Jackie. Loving Florence happen. Foster Jenkins. Not going to happen. Nocturnal Animals. No. And that's it. So maybe it is Jackie. Jackie um, feels right. Let's go to editing. Uh, okay. The <laughs> editing nominations that are oh, not sound editing. Where's the regular editing? It's down. Um, it's, it's I like it's part everything. of me, like Sully only getting a sound editing nomination is a little wild. Yeah, throw like, it in for best picture. Sully yeah. feels like a number 10, right? Like yeah. one for the dads. I love how every year, like there are like, once you get to like production design and uh, this is the year that we had uh, Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Academy yeah. Award winning Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find It. Yeah. Where to Find Them. Jungle. Um, what did that one win? Costume design. Which is a bad mm. win. Academy Award nominee passengers for production design. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, silence. Silence maybe could have stuck in, but I don't know. Silence was so good. I forgot that it, was. It got year. ignored. Man. Mostly, which is crazy. Hell Caesar was also that Christian year, got pretty much ignored. Only got a production design nomination. Oh, okay. Mm. So here's a little fun fact about these Oscars. Um, one of the nominees for sound mixing was 13 Hours of Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Yep. Um, Michael Bay Benghazi movie. One of the sound editors John for that Krasinski had Benghazi his nomination uh, revoked. His nomination was revoked. Not the whole movie, just this one guy's nomination was revoked because he contacted voters by phone, uh, <gasps> which violated no. campaigning. I know. That's oh, such this... a slap in the face to the Oscars. This was... Good one. Something face to this guy. Now he only has 15 Academy Award nominations. This also was the year that the Iranian director wasn't going to be able to attend because of Trump's immigration ban. So it's the first year we had to Whoa. deal with that. Oh, interesting. Wowzer. What a weird year. And Jimmy Kimmel hosted. Okay, so we remember. And he did a very good job. He made so many jokes good. about Matt Damon. <laughs> You know what I love in my they haven't announced the host for this year yet, but there's mm. talks that it's gonna be Chris Rock, which is maybe the most annoying thing that could possibly happen <laughs> to me. Um I actually heard that it's gonna be a two host again this year. It's gonna be Chris Hawk and Will uh Will Smith. <laughs> and Will Farrell, weirdly. Um <laughs> I what I love most is when I have a host who fucking hates movies and thinks mm-hmm. anybody who watches them are stupid idiots who waste their time. Can I be real? That's with you? my favorite host. I want Lights yeah. Camera Jackson to be the host of the Oscars. <laughs> Shut up. Who would be a good host? This is our last episode, so let's leave mm-hmm. them with 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 our final takes. I think we do an okay Muppets, job. It should be us. It should be us. It should be us. Other than us or the Muppets. Um, Seth MacFarlane as Brian and Stewie. <laughs> Uh, freaking Justin Rowland as Rick and Morty, dude. But actually, the okay, shut up, everybody. Be yeah. normal. Okay, who's a good host? Um, I think that Bo and Yang would be a good host. Fuck, that's good. He loves movies. 
Good I choice. really do think that he should like host an award someday. Like, give me Emmys. He, he, I mean, he will host the Emmys because of the NBC SNL connection. You, you ready for this? I Key uh-huh. and Peele reuniting as Oscars hosts. That would be cool, but It'd that won't happen. It won't because but Peele's going to Peele keep getting nominated movies. for shit. He can't host. Um, I I think I know people soured on him, but shut up. He's earnest and he loves movies. Like it should be Neil Lin Patrick Harris. Oh my bad. It should be. It should be eh, Lynn. Like fine. he loves movies. I want somebody who is fine. a dang yeah. ass nerd again to host. Like the Hugh Jackman. Those were like considered uh, some of the best right. Oscars. Hugh Jackman should yeah. host again. Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, that I, would I, be great. I'm just picturing whatever rap uh, that I know Lana's going to do, and it's going to be cringe. It's going to be cringe, yeah. and it's okay. It's okay. But I want. I, like I just cool want guy. someone. Someone who's who, like. Did anybody actually watch these boring movies? That's what I. No, want see, I hate that. I hate that every year. <laughs> no, Imagine if when you watch the Super Bowl, they were like, "Look at these idiots and ads." Oh, what do sports, they think they're doing? Sports game, like that's the announcer. Oh, like, oh is there a game on. on today? I'm way more. I'm way too smart yeah. for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nerd. Have somebody who loves the Oscars host the Oscars. That that's my final wish to the Academy. You guys have done good or decent with nominations in the past several years. Uh, you guys have listed a made a long list this year of shit that you're gonna try and fix, which means no more cutting categories. Okay, good. And then find a host who likes the Oscars. That's all Chris I want. also live stream it on Disney Plus. Um, yeah, kid, dang ass nerd like Chris Hardwick. Yeah, Chris Hardwick, like a real nerd. Chris Hardwick's nerd. a bad host. Chad's not playing in the space. He's Chris Hardwick is also a, a a bad person, not just a bad yeah. host. Here's the thing: The Rock could host. That's fine. That'd be he fun. likes movies. Bring in The Rock. But then, if you bring, he would want to bring in Kevin Hart and, or know. Ryan Reynolds, and both of those guys would just make fun of the movies. So I don't want that. Mm, yeah. What Chris about, Evans uh, could host. Yeah. I feel like there was some actor. Oh, I don't think, dude, I, Tom Cruise, have him host the Oscars again. Yeah, that would be wild. Or Hanks. Let Hanks do of, it. Get I think Tom's Hanks, in. I think Hanks would be good. I do Hanks think that, like, good. Tom Cruise and The Rock are probably. Well, I think that Tom Cruise is like, they've never given me an Oscar. Why would I host that? And The Rock is going to be like, it'll be awkward when I have win you, one year and I've seen, already hosted it. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the speech he gave at the beginning of the twenty or the two thousand two Oscars? It's it's incredible. Like just the power of movies in the wake yeah, of man. like nine eleven. Oh well, panic. here's the thing: he's going to be at the Oscars this year. Maverick was too huge for yeah. him not to be. Yeah, but be I also Maverick is getting a Best Picture nomination. Um, if not Best Picture, I mean, it's gonna get a lot of other stuff. It's gonna get all the tackles. Yeah. But I think it's getting a best picture nomination. You're probably right. As of right now. What if he won best actor? He's um, good in that uh, movie. He will not. He won't. He won't. But, but okay, who's crazy. the contender right now? Sam your, Worthington. Goldderby.com. Wow, yep, that's what I was pulling up to. It's our uh, last episode. Yeah. Not our last the episode. Our last Brendan Fraser is the is oh, the Oh yeah. Ooh, it'll probably be him. People do not like that movie though. That's the one. A that... lot of people do though. It's getting standing ovations. A lot of people do. Every That's single true. It's true. 
the the best picture odds have Top Gun Maverick is six. I, I buy mean, that. That feels about that's right. Something. It was so good. Man, I just don't think oh, a movie Babylon's like that still coming as good as it. Oh, Babylon's. All right, we've got the the top five as of right now are Brendan Fraser, Colin Farrell from Banshee of the Inertian. Yeah, he's the upset. Austin I guess. Butler as Elvis will probably get a nomination. Do you guys oh, yeah, think that's sure. still going to happen? Yeah, I would not be surprised. I absolutely. Uh, it's a biopic. I mean, come on. That's just it's gonna get nominated. It's probably gonna win because they're gonna be like, "Oh, he reminds me of the real Elvis, so he must be doing a good job acting." Like they always do. I don't think it'll win. I think he's um, gonna be awesome okay. And then Forrest... farther down this because far uh, the other two in the top five are Hugh Jackman from The Sun and Bill Nye from Living. And people didn't like The Sun that much. Uh, and so uh, they have Tom Cruise at seven. Like he could sneak into the five. Yeah, he'll probably. I, think. I don't know. Um, none of these look super convincing because there's gonna Christian be so Bale much FYC for Amsterdam. Stuff. That one's gone. There's gonna be so much FYC stuff for Top Gun Maverick, and there's not gonna be for those other movies. He's gonna sneak into the top five for sure. Adam Driver and White Noise could bump up. Ooh, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, when does that Jeremy movie come out? Pope soon. In the inspection. Yeah, it comes out soon. Yeah. The Babylon guy as lead, though. They don't really recognize young males as often as they do young women. They have Adam Sandler in Hustle at 12. I think there's, there's a chance that movie sneaks in. Yeah, I think I think there's more of a chance of that than Adam Sandler. Yeah. That Hustle movie really fell off. I forgot that that existed. Uh, that movie we haven't voted on if run. Moonlight is better than uh, everybody wants some yet. We have not. And we also have to rank our uh, 2016 movie. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, what's better, Moonlight or Everybody Wants Some? That's tough. Um, probably Moonlight. I don't know. Mark, I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, let's say Moon Knight. Why fight it? Not Moon Knight, like, Moonlight. <laughs> did I say Moon Knight? Yeah, you did say Moon Knight. Why does um, it and just for that, I'm going to change my vote to everybody wants some, actually. Damn. All right, yeah. Damn. So it's not um, yeah, me too. Oh, shit. So yeah, everybody <laughs> wants some is the best movie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> uh, no, Moonlight. It's, it's good. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Um, I still but... don't think it's the best 2016 but you know, this is not how the show works. I. And I so, don't think Mark does either. I think uh, I do. Mark, you think it's better than everybody wants some his movie that we just <laughs> talked about. No. Yeah. Do you think it's better than Arrival? Because that's the thing we didn't talk about Arrival, but I do think that's the best movie of 2016. I Cody, think... this is our like 300th episode, and you're like talking sideways past your microphone. <clears throat> I know. I don't feel good. That's not an but excuse to not hear point your microphone you. at your face. You don't have to touch your microphone. Just point it at no, your mouth. it is an excuse. I think that they're both very good movies. I think that, like, my personal taste in movies is more, like, a little bit more sci-fi. I had, like, yeah. a, a very, like, guttural reaction to Arrival when I first saw it. So, like, part of me wants to lean towards that, but that is more of a personal experience thing. And I think mm-hmm. Moonlight is, like, an overall better movie. All right, so do your ranking of 2016 movies. I have Manchester by the Sea in first place. 
Moonlight in second place. Uh, then it's probably everybody wants some. And then it is 17. I think mine is Moonlight, Edge of 17, Everybody Wants um, Manchester by the Sea. Uh, I go Moonlight, Everybody Wants Some, very close. Manchester by the Sea, then Edge of 17. Fair. So, we're done, right? Wait, no, we're not. There's <gasps> one more episode. Oh, we also Wait, need to we gotta ask vote one more if Moonlight is better than do, do the we though, current but, reigning that champ. Is... No, but that, we, I think that's we have the premise to, of we the... have to arrive okay. at what the original because our next episode is like basically a safety check because this method has recency bias, but I think we still need to follow yeah, this method. Fucked it up. Right, I think that does. I think it's that we Moonlight need versus fucking. I don't even remember what is it. <laughs> no, you're the one that keeps the notes, man. Open. Uh, Mad, uh Max. Mad Max. Yeah, stupid. No, Mad Max is better. It's <laughs> Mad Max is better. Yeah, Fuck. it is. Damn. But Mad Max can't be the winner of this whole ex- exercise. I think that this. Well, that's should... why we have the next episode. We we right. need a regular season winner, which is Mad Max. It, it is has, Mad Max. It, it is going to think... have a crown as the regular season winner, and then uh, next okay. week is the at, playoffs. At the very end of the tournament, next next episode. If it's Mad Max, that's, hey, that's the winner. But if it's anything other than Mad Max, I think we still have to ask the question, is it better than Mad Max at the very, very end? No, because we're going to figure that out before that. No, I I do think that Mad Max should have, like, if it gets kicked out early, it should be able to come back at the very end. Mm-hmm. No, Mark. So when when the NFL, like when the AFC, right, has their, their winner, they're, they're, they're top four teams and they go into playoffs. The one who was number one doesn't get to play again if they lose. Uh, in some formats, though. Okay, so there are some formats where the regular it's like it's like a it's like a double elimination kind of bracket where Mark, uh, how maneuverable is the bracket system? That we using? can just fucking keep it in our brain. No, no, what I'm saying is what I think, what I, I think Mad Max should be number one seed. That, oh, that, yeah, I can that's, that. that's what I would do. And then everything else follows through the years instead of letting Mad Max get to well, play again. Well, that's not going to help too much because the seeding doesn't really matter. That just means that Mad Max is going to immediately go up against, okay, hold on. Where's that fucking link? It's going to go against worst person. No, it's going to go one of our bonus contenders. Is what it'll go against. I don't know. Let's keep it by the years. Fine. If you guys want to do that, but I will be pissed if Mad Max loses and then comes back to win. Yeah. That's that's a fair thing to be upset about. But okay, we don't so make here's how rules. it's gonna work. Here's how it's gonna work next episode. There are 29 movies that we have selected as the best of their respective years. Yeah. Then Mark myself and Chad are each going to pick one movie that to quote a movie should have been a contender. Those will be placed in as well. I've already selected mine. Mark and Chad will have theirs by the next time we record as a refresher. Here is what the movies that we're talking about are going to be from the winner of 1993 Jurassic Park, 94, the Lion King, 
Really good. 95 Before Sunrise. 96 Fargo. 97 Titanic. 98 Rushmore. 99 Election. 2000 Aaron Brockovich. 2001 The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. 2002 Lilo and Stitch. 2003 Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. 2004 Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 2005 Batman Begins. 2006 The Prestige. 2007 No Country for Old Men. 2008 Wally. 2009 The Hurt Locker. 2010 The Social Network. 2011 The Tree of Life. 2012 Francis Ha. 2013 Prisoners. 2014 Interstellar. 2015 Mad Max Fury Road. 2016 Moonlight. 2017 Ladybird, 2018 A Star Is Born, 2019 oh, Parasite, 2020 yeah. Sound of Metal, 2021 The Worst Person in the World. Oh. It's gonna be a brutal episode. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. and we'll do it on the next app. Uh, before then, are you guys looking forward to any movies? I guess. Yeah, did I'm going say, to be looking forward to. Um, I didn't send them. I'm mind. going to. I'm looking forward to a Christmas story. Christmas coming in November. It's our last episode. You could say a movie five years from now. There are no, Avatar two. The I claim Avatar two. I claim <laughs> Avatar two. <laughs> that's the one I'm most looking forward to, though, is a Christmas story. Christmas coming directly to HBO Max, and that's <laughs> that's how I want to end our regular season of the podcast. Is with yeah, that, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Armageddon time is out by the time that this is yeah. coming out by the time this drops. So I'll say Armageddon time. What is Ooh, Armageddon we're kind time? Kind of forever. That's the James Gray uh, movie. It Who looks... is James Gray? Oh my god! He made he Ad, Astra. Ad Astra. Oh okay, cool. Good guy. Sorry, <laughs> made good movies. Um, you don't need to find me on social media anymore. But the movie that I'm looking forward to most for the rest of the year is obviously The Fablemans. Yeah. Um, and if we're going to 2023, I guess the movie I'm most looking for. You to always, that year. you always select two. You, you cannot help yourself. I can't. Fast X, maybe Spider Verse Two. Yeah, Spider Verse Two is good. Transformers: be Rise of the Beast. Oh yeah, that has uh, Pete Davidson <laughs> and, and uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. And that faked everybody Ooh. out online. They thought it was a their dating announcement. Mark, you know what's coming in August of 2023? What Meg to the trench? Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's called Meg to the trench. The trench is the subtitle. That's gonna be my bit for the next year. You guys are gonna be like, "Wait, are you going to see Fast X?" And I'll uh, and I'll be like, "Fast X the trench, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> Three the trench." <laughs> Avatar Three, 2 the trench. Six, the trench. I'm glad we won't have a movie podcast next year because Magic uh, Mike. I don't know the that trench. I can keep up with that. Um, okay. So that's it. Thanks everybody mm. for listening. And remember, you're well, ass eat, you're ass what? You're skipping our sign-off. Uh what's the best movie of 2016? Chat. Uh that would be Moonlight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mark, what's the best movie of 2016? It's Moonlight. And Cody, what's the best movie of 2016? The best movie of 2016 is Moonlight. Remember, everybody, you're well, asking. No, because it's part. we're doing it the whole next episode, so we don't need yeah, to do it. Yeah, but it's still our sign-off for the Oscars episodes. What's the best movie of our lifetime 
Well, that's, we should have asked that instead of Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, Mark, what's the Mad best Max Fury Road time so far? Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. Cody, in the, whatever. In the preseason. Yeah. Because next season, the next episode, we're also bringing in the the later years that have not technically been a contender yet. So this isn't like we still needed to do this. Yeah. Well. Okay. Fair. Fine. Yeah. Um. Thanks everybody for listening, and remember, your ass eat your ass beat. On the next episode of Best Pictures is the grand finale. Um, you can watch all these movies on fucking everywhere. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of them. them. There's going to be 32 of them. Yeah. Um, And we you can listen to our thoughts on all of them on every episode. Other episode. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about each movie, really. Oh, uh, we, uh, we probably will. We probably uh, will we'll anyways, see. Yeah. Okay. That's... That's the last episode. That's oh, hey, we're probably going to... We should tweet out this link so people can fill it out as well. Yeah. <laughs> we just reboot the old Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Why not? Yeah, whatever. Cool. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know.